Late ill kid at one yo, so hold it down, bring that street geek and nerd soul. What is up, my people? Today, all year, coming with another wonderful episode of That's Right, you best believe it. Beast Vibes Life, we back. It's Sunday, we having some fun. I'm gonna throw it right over here. Before, look, man, before you get started, we ain't in here by ourselves. While you're liking, while you're subscribing, while you're sharing this out, so. Uh, you, your mama, and your cousin too can watch it. I'm gonna give it over to the man, the myth, the legend, Architron. What's up? <laughs> hey, how y'all doing today? Um, it's me, Architron. That's A R C K A T R O N dot com is where you can find me, and you can find me on all uh, platforms, social media, <laughs> and stuff and stuff. Uh, yeah, hit me up. Just DM me because I don't be on it like that. But just DM me. I'll be posting here and there. You know what I mean? We, we, you know, we, life is life is good. Life is great. That's what's up. Yeah, I've making them beats. Uh, speaking of beats, I uh, just yesterday I was listening to uh, a little bit of some old school Architron. I was listening to um, Ooh. what was the song? Matter of fact, um, give me my phone real quick. I'm gonna I'm gonna break out the song that I was listening to. Mm. I was like, I was like, I, I think I might. I, I don't know if I'm on that project or not. Let me see. Um, I know. Cause I took a picture of the dash when it came on. Cause I'm gonna post it later. Um, uh, let's see what what was the name? Oh, you listening to? Because yeah, see, yeah, I, got you, I got you in the rotation, so you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I well, when we when we met the first <laughs> time we met, I think I just was about to drop like unheard for my first project. So if you say you got some okay. old architecture, me talking spanning about you know 14 years. So you let's gotta let see. me know what. What era are we talking about? Is it Y Arca? Is it Young Arca? Is, is it uh, one of the uh, The song is called "Make It Loud" featuring Redline. Um, that beat, oh, that beat is, that beat is, that beat is, that beat is a little fresh, a little fresh. I was like, I was like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You like, know, that's, that's that's Lenny Williams. I, uh, the joint that overnight celebrity. Same sample. Oh, word, that's where word. I sampled it from. I, it was those are one that you gotta really be like on it like that to know that sample. Oh, okay, um, okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna post that later because I took the photo yesterday. I was riding yeah, back yeah. Uh, from some uh, CCW stuff I was doing. So like, I was like, "Ho!" When I heard the beat come on, I was like, "Oh, ho, ho, ho!" Mm, yeah, I know yeah, this kind of beat. I know who made this beat. Mm -hmm. And I looked at the dashboard. I said, "Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I know who that is." Man, that's so far back. That's, that's what 2011 or 12. I released that. Man, that was a All while right, ago. Okay, okay. Almost ten years ago. That's crazy. Shouts to uh, Jenna James. Shouts to Z. Hey, hey, what's going on? What's going on? Um, but yeah, I heard that joint, and I was like, "Yo, I know who I know who made this beat. I got I got to know." I looked. I was like, "That's right. That's right." You know what I'm saying? I don't. Look, Architron joints come up in my in my rotation because I do random all. So I could listen, I could be listening to some EDM or some Usher or some Earth Wind and Fire or some Red Man. It, it depends, it, you never know. It could be some music from a video game, and the very next song is Whitney Houston. You know what I'm saying? So you never know what you're gonna get. So yeah. like I got a whole bunch of architects because I bought the whole catalog, B. You know what I'm saying? The whole oh, catalog. Yes, you did buy the whole catalog. That's a lot of music. Which you can buy on Architron.com. Architron.com. Um, <laughs> so 
the only thing that makes me mad is like uh, my joints never come up on it. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm like, oh, it's not, it's not me no more. All right. <laughs> my look, my radio, like you know what you sound like, so don't even worry about it. Mind your own business. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> shouts to Kid at Heart. Uh, we are here to talk about two new guests or the newest guests, I guess, on Math Hoffa's uh, um, uh, show that were Method Man and The Rockwaller. And I, I was happy to see these. And I was excited because I was like, hold up. I didn't, I didn't know this was going on. You know what I'm saying? I, I, hey, no one told me he was coming back on again because I didn't even know he was on before. So I'm going to have to go back and check that last one. But just the stuff that we, I was like, you know what? There's some good gems in here. I want to actually talk about this one. Not saying that there's never good gems. There's, you know, he has some awesome guests. I'm going to have to look and see, has he ever had Buster on? Because you know Buster's my new number one, right? I, I, don't, I, don't, think, I don't think I've seen um, Buster on there. I've seen, like, I think. Seen- Q-Tip has one. I'm a, now I'm going to go back and watch it. Oh, yeah. Tip is I, on no, 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 Oh, no. yeah. Actually, I think I did. I listened to it one one night uh, working and stuff. I listened to it, the whole thing. I It was a lot. It was a lot in that one, too. But I want to go back and yeah. probably revisit now on, like, Fresher yeah. Mind and Fresher Because I remember now. that that uh, that clip with the one with Tip on there. But, I, of course, since he puts, like, the, the snippets up first, I never got a chance to see the whole thing. So... I'm pretty sure the whole thing is up now, so I'm gonna go back. Yeah, yeah. Check yeah, out the yeah, whole I thing. Check both of, both of them out. Like Rockwaller one and Meth Man one came out in yeah. the last two days, so yeah, I can go but, check um, that out. I, I'm gonna start. Dope. Um, I'm gonna start out on the point of Method Man using the term "jot." Um, yeah. Right, so, so okay. I am in a group chat with two extremely good musicians, all right? And you know, they, they might not be, they, they might not be as forgiving as I am when it comes to certain people. All right, now Method Man is on my top 10. We did our top 10 list a long time ago. You know Method Man is on there. You know Red Man's on there, Black Thought's on there, Buster Rhymes on there. So you know he's on it. And I'm like, yo, Method Man's on there? Oh, psh, say less, I'm watching it, all right? But you know, there's some people calling them Clip. I ain't going to say who those people are, but it was calling them Clip. And I was like, look, his name is Method Man, a.k.a. Johnny Blaze, a.k.a. Hot Nichols, a.k.a. Yeah. I don't know, whatever. Nicholas Cage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but they, they were like, look, they, they asked me, these people said, well, one, of this, one person said, hey, I want you to name the last album from Method Man that you listened to and what year it came out. Unfortunately, uh, unfortunately, it was back in 99 and 98. But but he also hasn't really released albums like that since then. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's got like four or five albums. With other people or his solo joints. Because all I've seen is singles from him ever since okay. then. Okay, he's got he's from my, from my memory right now. He has um, Takao Zero, 
which is the one that had Busta joint with What's Happening. Remember that joint with him and Busta? I thought, oh, I thought that was just a mixtape. I didn't know that was an actual yeah, album. Yeah, a whole album around that, I believe. Me, yeah, oh. me and Marcus talked about it. Okay, so okay. Album I can think of is 421, The Day After. He also okay. had that album. He had an album with um, Hands On. It was called... Um, uh, it wasn't a mixtape, but that one was an album. So I know from top at least three okay. albums so since those a, albums. Excuse me. I thought those two albums, 421 and Takao Zero, were mixtapes. So now that I know that they're studio... I'm, I'm one of those people... I, I'm, this isn't to diss any rappers out there. Mixtapes to me... Like, I, I prefer an album. So when I see a mixtape, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? No big deal. Math Lab. That's what it was but, called. Math Lab. But okay. So now that I know those are albums, I'm going to go back. I'm going to listen to those this week while I get my work on and stuff because I got to get I gotta get the download. See, I, I thought those were just, you know how, okay. So in, in a lot of cases, rappers don't really put too much stock into mixtapes and stuff like that. And they just, it's just throwaway joints just to keep the streets a little, you know, put a little water out there on the streets so the streets don't dry up. You know what I'm saying? So I don't really put too much stock in mixtapes, but I now that I know that those are real full albums, I'm gonna go check them out. So yeah, with that the, said, the, he got at least four. I'm looking at it right now. He got the Cal Zero four twenty one right. Meth right. Lab, which came out five seven years ago. Okay, and Meth Lab season two Lithium oh. came out, which that one I didn't even know about. Came out in uh, eighteen, and he has season three that is either coming out this year or already came out. Oh, where? Oh, okay, okay. And I know he so got to join the Havoc that he's working on. Yeah, and there's supposed uh, to be another album somewhere floating around that he's working on with someone else. Probably um, Redman, if anybody. Yeah, probably Redman. Redman to do another album. Um, so I, I, I was feeling, I was feeling like you know the people that you know in this chat, I felt like you know Method Man wasn't getting any any support. You know what I'm saying? From the core supporters, all right? We call him Cliff, all right? I was like, his name ain't Cliff no more. But I guess you could also say, you know, mama name him Cliff. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to call him Cliff, I guess. But still, you know. I'm going to call him Shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he he kind of covered not, he kind of covered uh, just jotting and kind of like throwing stuff out there that was just randomly on his mind, but not. I guess fully trying to formulate full verses, but just kind of like, okay, this sounds cool, this sounds cool, this sounds cool, verse done. You know what I'm saying? And he even uh, mentioned kind of it becoming a job to him. And, and, and I mean, to a certain extent, it is a job, you know, but you know, yeah. when, even though it is a job, when it becomes a job, you know, you have a different energy. And I'm gonna throw it to you because I want to. I want to get your thoughts because you kind of know what my thoughts are. I'll, I'll ask you this: Have you ever felt like Method Man had dropped in quality? And if you do think that he's dropped in quality, do you think that he's coming back or no? Um, I feel he dropped in quality during Blackout. Redman for me was kind of like getting meth on a lot of songs, and it was showing. I was like, "Oh, Method Man, he stuck with that that flow for like a good ten years on all those albums that we just named, like most of those ones, yeah. early ones." Okay, 
he sounds like that. He kept in that kind of lane for a while, and it was fine. I feel that that was his jotting error. You know what I'm oh, saying? Okay, and I okay. feel he since maybe since the Black Thought freestyle, which I was, you know, I feel Black Thought was the better of the two, yeah. but it made me also think about Method Man in a way like, oh, he he's still there. Like I was yeah. like, he's his stuff that he spit was dope. But I'm like, he's still there. I, I never thought he was gone. I mean, like he was felt like he was punching the clock for a while. And I okay. noticed it. I noticed it. Um, and me and me and Anwar talk about it. we talk about Wu all the time, so we yeah. We and y'all know I love Wu, but we just we got you know when it comes to math because okay, my my opinion. All right, so Kid at Heart says I think he got lazy and busy with other activities, but he always had. It. And okay, for me, I will say this: I think there's a mix of a couple things. One, he's not the shiny new toy anymore. Like you know, what I'm saying it's not '92, '93 no more. So okay, like now. You know, there's other new people. So, of course, you're not going to think Meth is as dope as he used to be because he's just not the new toy. And yeah. also that, yes, he started feeling like this is this is kind of draining. This is a job. Like he said, he lost whole summers to either touring or making albums. But to me, even in his, I guess, like Jotten era or Lazy era or whatever, still think he was better than like a good 70 to 80 percent of the dudes out there if not more See, like his jotting era was still i still think his jotting era but i know music has changed as far as rappers you know rappers continue to flow and form and morph and branch off and all that stuff but yeah i would still even in his jotting era i would rather listen to a jotting meth verse than like the a hardest I don't know trying verse from a lot of these guys, I, but I, I also that, but... know that I was born in a different era. You know what I'm saying? I was born in a different time. You know what I'm saying? It's like saying people saying they prefer Oscar Robertson. You know, you know what I'm saying? It's like you know. Well, I mean, I get it. You were born at a different time. Um, so it, I felt judging it on himself is is where mm, is where I like on the okay. method man on the method man standard. I got it felt you. like there was a drop in quality. Like there needed to be some Q and A, and we needed someone okay. to say, "Method Man, what do you? We know what you're doing. Can you just? Because I, I listened to those albums, like at least three of those five albums since Blackout, mm -hmm. even Blackout too. I listened to it. Ooh, I don't want to listen. Blackout, to it. Blackout two. It's you know it. Okay, I will say this: Blackout two does kind of feel like it feels like a label obligation. That's kind of what if it, it feels like the label made us do this, even though we like doing it and we like each other, the label made us do this in a way that wasn't organic. Like we didn't, we weren't like, hey man, look, what you doing? I don't know, nothing. You want to make an album? Sure, let's go. It, it was more like they got the call from Def Jam saying, look, you owe us another one. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, another, you know, one. yeah another one. Another one. <laughs> Another one. I know. Another one. I know. <laughs> so, 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 so,
he said it and he kind of broke down exactly why. And I will, there, there's a certain person that's on our chat group. I would defer to you. Yes. You know what I'm saying? There was an era where he was jotting. And even when he did that freestyle with Black Thought, you could tell there was a difference. But for me, I didn't see a difference in, I guess, skill level. It was more, for me, it was just more of a difference in styles. Like, okay. because Black Thought is such, his style is so different. I actually enjoyed having those two in the room bouncing off. Almost kind of like a, you know what? I was about to say, like a masterclass. All right, picture this. Black Thought, Most Def, Eminem. They were in that BT freestyle cipher, whatever, a long time ago. All right, okay. a long time ago. I would like to sub out Eminem in play, <laughs> input Method Man at that time. What year was that? Was that like 99, 98? Uh, I think like it was like 99, Rock 98. Like Rockist time? I early think Rockist? so. It might, it might have been, it might have been early aughts, like maybe 04 or something. Oh. It might have been somewhere in that time. It, someone in the chat, if you know, let us know. But there was a BT cipher. You know how they do them every year. There's a BT cipher. They get some rappers. They put them together. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And it was I remember most deaf. Uh, well, most Yasin Bay, but most deaf at the time. Uh, Yasin Bay, Black Thought, and Eminem. And I would like to. <laughs> I would request the uh, the hip hop uh, the hip hop deities. I would request to go back in time. Oh, you right now. You right. I see right here. It says most deaf black on Eminem. Okay. Uh, what year? It was, it was in two. Oh, let's see what year it was. Somebody was talking about it, but maybe I'm maybe I'm tripping. Support and update. There's too much information. Give me the information. <laughs> I just want to know what year. But yeah, I yeah, think I don't at that, that time, if we put in Method Man, I mean, not that the freestyle, not that Eminem was whack or anything. It's just that. Eminem is a very specific spice and ingredient. And I don't think that spice and ingredient works for me. <laughs> I'll say that. You know what I mean? Because I know. <laughs> I, don't, um, yeah, I don't even think I remember this, actually. Oh, you don't? Oh. No, I don't think I've seen, uh, like, those, those cypher things. I was missing those, like, because I'm like, ah, I don't know. I would check in. I would check in if it was... I would check in if it was someone that I was interested in and at that time, you know what I mean? We talked about, you know, Yasin Bay and Black Thought and stuff like that. So we've talked about them. You guys know. <laughs> yeah. Gideon Hart said that's an awfully hot coffee pot. Uh, Matches Malone said uh, it was 05 or 06. Yeah, I don't know why I was feeling like it was 04. So yeah, maybe, probably, yeah, probably 05 or 06. I know it was something like early aughts. Um, Black Don. Okay, go on. All right, no, so, I say, um, somebody, somebody said two, it said 2009. What? No, not that late, was it? It's, but, I'm looking at I'm on B, I'm on Jeans.com. It's a, uh, a BT Ward Cypher. Wow. Three. Why am I this? 2009? <laughs> so weird. Phone just wow. fell asleep. <laughs> that seems like so super later than I thought. But anyway, you know. Yeah, like, that, I'm looking at the whole thing. Yeah, 2009. It was, it was the third Cypher. It was the third year of them doing the Cypher. Wow, oh nine. Wow, he was already after May. It looks like it looks like he might have been already asking. Oh, 
He definitely was Yasin. Mm. Oh, that was like that was a static time. So that's a good most. That's good most. That's mm-hmm. a static most. Time. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and Last so thought, I think he was still doing those Roots albums. So yeah. I don't know if this is my favorite Black Thought. <laughs> but the the cipher the cipher was on point, and I think. If we were able to, you know, kind of get that energy in the room, maybe that would have mm, yeah, helped him helped him flow back up. You know, maybe that would have been blackout two meth, man. That would have been blackout two. Yeah, meth. but I think him being around them because look at look at the energy change we've seen since the since the kind of like uh, uh, freestyle with uh, Black Thought. Like just kind of like the energy and change because just being around, I think, and, yeah, and then yeah, of course, yeah. you know. Bottom line is, we all getting older. We got other things to do. We got kids, maybe some grandkids on the way. Because he's 51. There's some people 51. that's 40 in grandparents. His, his but, birthday was in April. He's 51. So, I mean, there's some 71 people. year. Oh, yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying? Born in 71. So, it's some people out there. There's some people out there that's, you know, got grandkids by now. So, you know, you got other obligations. And... You know, I, I respect that. But I think if he was around those two at that time, or even around the rest of the Wu at that time, because of course they, you know, they split up, they got things to do. They got their own uh, families and businesses or whatever, you know, not being kind of able to test your sword against like Dak or Ghost or Master Killer or whoever, you know what I'm saying? I mean, of course they, like he even said they keep in touch, but just not being in that, I guess that atmosphere, to where it's like, yeah, oh, I mean, oh, oh, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta push for this. Like, I, yeah, I they, can't, just, I can't just jog on this one. I gotta, I gotta. They were fighting for for spots on the album. The way Rhythm True. was was always talking about it. So if they were fighting mm-hmm. for spots. I mean that they had to, you know, be the best in his eyes, which is still, you know. But either way, it was he got the best out of them. And yep. he kept the, at like, that time, the yeah. Best performances at the time. So I think that was that. That's he needs that push. I always felt like Method Man's first album was done a disservice on a multiple level. And he talks about it like where RZA mm-hmm. had the flood, and that flood uh, changed the whole like mood of that album. If you think about like, if you already had this, okay. If you if you make a song, and then you come back and someone says, "Oh, we we deleted the song. Or the song got destroyed." and in some kind of fire or something, how would you feel? Like when you when you had to redo that song again, it's like that energy. You might not get yeah. performance. You might rather had to recreate beats from scratch again on a yeah. short window, a short time frame. You kind of just have to go. So, in one way, it's it's remarkable that it came out. It's remarkable that it still sounds de- good enough to be a Wu Tang's first effort after Thirteen Chambers, and then from yeah. there, it's, it's Onto the race, you have Dirty's album, you got Ray, just a man. Folks. It's a it's a sweep. It's a literally like three. I was listening sweep. to Damage the other day, and I was just like, dang, that joint still. Yeah. So, but so just think the about Method Man. Think about Method Man's performances on all of those albums. If you take them all together, he has his best verses. Sad to say, on those albums, like his own album, I would say he has the best verses on his features. He was for me, he was Mr. Feature. I love to hear Method Man feature. The what? Yeah, yeah. What are you talking about? Like his features, then you have High High, you have the Red Man connection. 
Yeah. It just like I feel like his career, even though it wasn't what we wanted to be for his first album, I feel career wise, he, he's done some remarkable things. He's had some remarkable verses. Like remarkable. Yeah. Yo, this is you are you, you how did you come up with this? You are Johnny Blazing on this, you know? Yeah. So, was, and out of respect. Even that, that song yeah, I didn't know about that you showed me, uh, that you played me, uh, Diesel. I never even heard Diesel, and I was like, "Oh yeah!" yeah. yeah. I was like, Ray, Ray was first. bouncing on that joint. Kill a like, chatter. Man, Ray point like a javelin. I'm like, yeah, this guy man, is Ray killing on that. One. Yeah, Ray's Ray Ray and Meth were like at their zenith. I feel like. Um, and then, you know, but I feel like that was like a good moment. I'm like, why did this song like not be on the Wu-Tang Forever album? This is, they, it yeah. sounded like they were so hungry to be on this song. Even Dirty that's had like joints, That's one of them joints as Rizzo, I would have probably been like, <laughs> this can't go on this soundtrack. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. This one had to go on out. I'll put it no, on I'm both, up. you know? Put it on both, you know? Like, don't, oh, yeah, don't throw that like, song away. And then, of course, drop the drop the cocoa butter song, and then <laughs> they can go right there too. That'd be a good ending song too. Like, and then go right to raise uh, I see eight. You know, that'd be perfect. <laughs> so I um, so yeah, that's kind of how I felt about the jot and stuff. But he also brought up other things, like his acting, which I've seen him in different stuff. I've seen him do well in roles, but I had yeah. no idea how much. Kind of like excitement and enthusiasm, how much love he has for the craft of acting. I was like, oh snap! Even to the point, yeah, where like he, he, he's been studying. He's been I st- thought of. Yeah, he was like, he brought up directing. He was like, nah, but I don't want to do all that work. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, he's been on set. He's been around since like like his first. He's been he was in Belly. He was in Oz, which when he talked about it, I was like, I didn't, I, mm-hmm. I forgot mm-hmm. he was in Oz. He was in The Wire, of course. He's in power, but then he got movies how high. Like he's yep. been in things on his own and a part of an ensemble cast. He's been he was in Pepper this movie Peppermint with uh Jessica uh not Jessica, Jennifer Gardner. He's in um that cowboy oh. movie, that cowboy, uh Philly cowboy movie. Uh you know what I'm talking I about? Think of the name of that. Well, he just Elba, he's in that movie too. So he's and I think that's probably one of his best roles is in that movie. So I've seen most of he's been in, and like I see a, him getting better, him like studying the craft and really honing in and like trying to become the actor, you know, like like LL's transition, you know, like LL's transition, you know, he's he's acting. This man's going on set. Yeah, he was in, like, you know, in the house, and then you got you know NCIS or whatever, whatever one S NCIS Los Trans- Angeles or Miami, yeah. one of them. Yeah, one of them, uh, you know, <laughs> out there getting his NCIS. And yeah, they actually brought up, uh, no, I think Rockwiler brought up LL. I can't remember who, if Meth or I think uh, Meth brought up LL. No, no, Meth brought up LL when they were talking about um, sex symbol and like him, yeah. him not wanting him not wanting to be the sex symbol, which is something like that him not was interesting. Where, yeah, 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 because looking back, of course, he said looking back, it was good because. Me thinking like, hey, this is something that, that's unexpected, but dude, this is going like gonna make money. But I could also understand him being like, yo, I don't want to be misunderstood with the woo. We ain't playing. We from out the gutter. We gonna you know use the you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's not for you know, yeah, you know it's, it's not for dope. It's, is, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, even him, even him referencing uh, Big Daddy Kane, and oh, how yeah. like when he started being like a sex symbol, he didn't. Yeah, like he was him. like he didn't like him no more. <clears throat> you know what I mean? I don't like him and, no more. I'm I'm I'm, I'm rock him. I'm rock him out. Rock him, yeah. my god. <laughs> <laughs> but that was the debate, right? Rock him or, or just like big, you know, bigger or or, or Pac or Nas or Jay. It was always that like debate of this or that. Yeah. I mean, can't be both. I'm like, yeah, I like both, you know. <laughs> yeah, and and I do. It's funny because LL was able. Uh, it's weird because he brought up LL, which is a probably the best example of like. Sort of like a hip hop sex symbol from the male from the male side, but LL did it in a way where he never seemed like he never seemed like he was like pandering to women. You know what I'm saying? Like he did it. It never seemed uh, like, like even even in songs like hey, later like, on. Like, I I would say okay. later on, Buff LL. I oh, think buff. that was. A, don't forget <laughs> Buff LL in the water in the little splash waterfall water. I think uh, that was that was maybe the only few moments where I'm like, yeah. But I mean, his songs, he, songs that LL made that were about girls never came off corny. Like you as a oh, guy, no, yeah, no. Like, this is like this is a good song. Yeah, like, and the song himself, yeah, the song definitely like, like rang off. Doing like, it or Hey Lover, even back to radio, even back to Round the Way like, Girl. Uh, yeah, Round the Way Girl. Uh, you know. Jingling baby, like jingling baby, know, like, like those type of songs. They were still like they had like this. I don't know, like th- this, just like perfect amount of edge to be like, yeah, yeah, this. I say this, yeah, I say, yo, I yeah. listen to this, and <laughs> <laughs> and that's kind of what I think that what I think we got from the whole all I need, you know, and, and yeah. All I need was a song. First, all I need was huge. Like, like I, I don't think people remember because, of course, it's 2022. But all I yeah, need the was crazy part is that, like, all I like, need yo, is... everybody was trying to look like you, dog. Like, you don't understand. Like, people was trying to have it... braids. People was trying to like have the like clothes. Well, all right, so here, here, you listen to this. So, like, the all I need on the album. Is not the version that everyone knows. No, it's the remix version. Everyone. So knows. if you listen to the album version, it's way like dark, not darker, but like the beat is just like it's a rhythm muddy. It's, it's, it's very, muddy. Yeah, it's very. But I it works it for like kind of what the tone was. I feel the remix was dope. The remix was dope, yeah. but I feel like it made now blended into that line because you're working with Puffy and Mary. You blend into the line of. Now I'll be trying to become the sex symbol, or trying, you know, like not his fault. I would say it was, it was probably just an accident, an accidental kind of like falling into it. But I felt the original had the sound of it had the tone of what Method Man was where he was coming from. Um, but both versions are dope to me. Like it's like it's good to see like two people's directions on the the music behind the lyrics, you know, or music behind the the, the feeling of what Method Man was trying to uh, express. You know. Now, uh, are there? I do want to jump into Rockwater real quick. Who uh, is there? Anything else besides the, those things that kind of jumped out to you with the Method Man interview? Um. Oh. Um. What was it again? Uh. uh, uh 
Yeah, just kind of like, like, I, you know, he says like he's like not into politics, which is very, um, and I've heard him say this in a couple other interviews. That was one thing, but I don't want to like, this, that's not the main thing. Uh, oh, yeah, like how he was acting towards like, like Beyonce and them. Like that was interesting and telling like where his mind was, was at the time. Okay, so that's a clip I didn't see. So break, bust that down for me. Okay, so he made a public apology in this interview to them huh? because at the time it was uh I forgot, I forgot what year it was but it, it was still destiny's child it was the original four. Oh, the and original then, the original destiny yeah the, the original destiny's child Des- and, destiny 1.0 <laughs> yeah so oh, wait 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 so he met them oh so it was at it was at janet jackson like icon like performance and they were there and he came up to them and was like hi like hey how y'all doing and they didn't even like look his way, and he felt some type of way about that. So then, like I think it was like uh, either that same party or like the next, like it was like, after party, whatever. And someone introduced them, like, "Hey, this is Method Man, whatever." And he was like, "Got it with that Hollywood stuff," and like kind of like just like dissed them. Wow. And like he never talked about it ever. Like they never like. He never so probably saw them again and just like, I mean, you know, he had a relationship with Jay-Z, of course, because, you know, yeah. but this is like almost like pre-Jay-Z time. So yeah, like this is way before Jay-Z time. Yeah. So it was interesting, like, for him to, like, admit that, like, yeah, I was just was I just was feeling like that, that, like, nobody was really giving me that respect um, in a way. Wow. like that. So, yeah, so like, he so basically he goes up to them like, hey. It was, he was saying, he also admits it was loud in the place, and they probably didn't even hear him. Uh, so he just felt like this is like, there oh, are those, yeah, there are those miscommunications where it's like, yo, yeah, man, you saw like me. Don't even like, know. I didn't the see don't even know. They have no idea. And then you come up, and then their first time meeting, you're like, yo, it's Method Man. They probably had you on their wall. They post like, it's Method Man. You know, 94, they're like, you know, uh, Beyonce's probably like 10 or whatever, you know, like 14. So they probably had Method Man on the wall. So they're like, you know, and they come up, it's Method Man, and then like he's just like, ah, like, get out of here yeah. with that Hollywood stuff. Like, I Hollywood tried to say hey to y'all earlier. Yeah, yeah. So he felt some type of way. That was interesting for like it's good. Like um, Anwar said in our chat, like it was good to see him be himself, like like speak candidly about things. He mm-hmm. never really does this in interviews because yeah, because I've never heard probably because of how interviews used to go back in the nineties, where like. You had like the Wendy Williams and kind of like kind yeah, of five things the, out of you. Wendy Williams and, and, now you and the Charlemagne, who's a baby of Wendy. And the Charlemagne, who's stuff. the extension of Wendy Williams, because he used to work well, with. Yeah, him. not even a baby is straight up extension. You're right. Yeah. So like that was that was interesting. Like just him being candid was just so interesting to to uh, hear like hear him talk about it. Um, what other things was this? Uh, yeah, just this. Why yeah, I think, think that's that, like a... um that's something that I'm glad that ch- semi changed with music journalism because like the Wendy Williams thing was like the style of the '90s. Because, yeah, Star and Buck Wild. Everybody, yeah, Star. Wow, Star and Buck Wild. That's a whole. You okay? For better or for worse, Star and Buck Wild kind of created their own lane, but they also. That kind of style, the Wendy Williams style, all that just stirred up mess all the time. And it was it was almost like journalism back then was like they were trying to get rappers to be angry at other rappers. It was like, 
Yeah, yeah they were trying like, to make Did you know they said this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very strange why they were doing that. Like, this journalism style is, is like, terrible for the industry. Like, yeah. you know? And like, drudging like, up. You say something or they'll cut you off when you finish. So now this rapper think you got an issue with him, and you're like, nah, man. They ain't even... Or they, they mess up the interview, like, when they write it out yeah. or whatever, and you like... I even like yeah. They change your words. Yeah, yeah it's like, yo, I said a whole three paragraphs after that. And they ain't even they ain't even put that in. They it. put a period like that was it. <laughs> the period. <laughs> they put they put that in the big one. You know, like the big had the big section. Yeah, you know, know yeah. Called, like, like, like a, period. Like no, that was a, so dot, a dot, rapper, dot Like a, I don't know, like DMX or something. Rest in peace. And then you talk about DMX. And it's like it's like oh well, I don't really listen to DMX, but. With a, you know, it won't be a situation where it's like, oh, no, I don't really listen to him because, you know, that's not kind of like my mind frame or whatever. No, it'll be like, I don't listen to DMX said yeah. by Method Man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like, I didn't even say it like that. They were reinterpreting what they were saying. Like, they're reinterpreting. It's like, there's no need for that. Just it's say like, exactly what I said. And then you know? even Method Man or like the, the person will like go on for like maybe two or three more sentences being like, yeah, because... You know, I kind of like stay in this headspace because even though he's good, you know, I that energy is kind of rough on me or something like that. So it's like completely understandable. But when they put it out, it's like, yeah, I yeah, don't yeah. listen to DMX. And then it's like, Method Man, colon, I don't listen to DMX. And DMX, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's stuff oh, like that. So those journalists were just ruthless back then. <laughs> And I find it's fun, funny you say that. This is super sidebar, but it has to do with journalism. It's a 98 interview with Q-Tip. It was like three minutes on my YouTube. It's a snippet of the interview. Right. And the guy was kept pounding him like, why did you use JD? Why didn't you use Paul? Paul meaning uh, oh, uh, not Prince, Prince Paul. Paul. No, not Prince Paul. Oh, not Prince Paul? Oh. Um, Paul is is uh, is uh, extra P. My uh, oh. professor, real name, too. So he was like, you know, you were friends with him. Why didn't why would why didn't he join the Uma? Like, why did you have this guy, this like unknown guy? He's like, YouTube's like kept telling him, like, yo, you know, Paul had his own career already. He yeah, had his own, he was already established. When yeah, I met yeah. Dilla, he had a couple things out, but like I was, you know, I wanted to manage him. Like the music was so good, I felt it would blend well with what we were doing already. And this guy kept hounding him about I'm like, yo, why I'm like, wow, I forgot that's how they used to interview back in the day. It was terrible, man. It was terrible. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm definitely, I, I prefer the more, and I mean, of course, you can see how the interview plays out. I like the more barbershop type of interview. And I mean, a couple of, you got LeBron doing it. You got, and I mean, even in my show, I let people know, we kind of like, when we talk about an episode or a movie, we're kind of barbershopping. We're like, I'm not- Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. In the yeah we done went on like five different And then in the second scene, and then in the third <laughs> scene, you know, like, we just go and kick topics and have a good time. So people can feel comfortable and they don't have to be like, like, what do you think about this? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. But uh before before we wrap, yeah, let's, let's get to the about, get a little bit of the rock. Get a little bit of the rock. Uh before we wrap, I want to talk about Rockwilder real quick. One thing that stood out to me was when he broke down that he made the beat for Reservoir Dogs. Reservoir Dogs, yeah. And I am so tired. Of hearing these stories of right? beats getting stolen from like producers, and I mean, I know someone's gonna be like, "Yo, that's just the nature of the game," but it shouldn't be, man. I'm so tired. This is maybe the 
third or fourth producer I think I've heard where it's like, oh yeah, I made that and it was stolen from me. And, yeah, and, I mean, I know, think every you know, such and such put their name on it. You know, I mean, Dilla. We just brought up JD a second ago. Dilla is like, come on, man. It, and yeah. then the weird thing is, it's done by people that they're supposed to be rolling with. Like that's the weird thing. And I'm yeah, that was weird. And it, it wasn't even done by Eric Sermon. It was just done by the politics of like Eric Sermon's a bigger name. Yeah, and we'll just put his name on. And that was so weird. Like I wonder what Eric Sermon has to say about that. Because like yeah, because I'm sure like, Eric Sermon was like, oh, that, I didn't do that this. album. He got a Grammy for it. Mm. Eric like, Sermon got a Grammy for it. Yeah, he should be giving that, was, that Grammy to Rockwild. That and the a Grammy. Okay, so at, at this point in time, we're talking about Hard Knock Life. This is volume two. This is two thousand. Nope, ninety eight. Ninety eight. Oh, right. I thought it was two thousand one. So, all right. See, see, look, guys, when you get old. All right. <laughs> so, all right. So, this is 98. It's huge for a young upcoming. Well, I mean, I don't know how young he was, but I mean, new for a new producer that's kind of. He like, said he was in his 20s point. when it happened. He said he was in his 20s when it happened. All right. So, someone in their 20s doing that at that time, that Grammy would have been huge for him. Would have opened up. And I mean, yes, it did open doors. But a Grammy at that time would have been huge. Would have opened up so many doors for him. And Eric Sherman been had his shine. You know what I'm saying? Now, yeah. he might not have had a Grammy, but he definitely had his shine. And he was, I guess, continually having shine because at, the, at 98, how far off was uh, Just Like Music from 98? A couple like years. Just a, maybe just like a year prior? A year or two, maybe? maybe? So, I mean, I mean, it's not like he wasn't having, like, you know, uh, fame or popularity or whatever. You know what I'm saying? In 2001. Like the politics of, like, oh, well, this guy made it, but oh, we're not going to say he did it because he's not popular. Yeah, that's, so, that's just so weird that they did that. Um, I've, been, I've been caught up in some stuff like that recently. Um, <laughs> I'll tell the story. Really? I'll tell the story about it. After San Diego Comic Con, <laughs> okay. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, but popularity, it don't matter. You can be doing something great. You can be doing something a long time. It don't matter if you don't have the followers. Now back then, it wasn't really about followers because followers didn't even really exist. But if you don't have the followers, guys, it don't. I matter. mean, it's it's all about it's a numbers. It's not following yeah, it's numbers. numbers it was always about the numbers. If you don't yeah. have the numbers, they're gonna put it somewhere else who has the numbers yeah. so they can keep making the numbers. Who, you know, like, it's like the label did it just so that they can get more people looking at it because Eric Sherman's name's a part of it. Yeah. And it's like, but what happened to the person who really did the work? Like, yeah. I, doesn't, I, I don't... You buried like, the guy that really did the work. Yeah, So, but the thing is, it did open the doors for him to do, do it again and work with Jay, actually work with Jay in the studio with Jay. So it was one of those things, like, if he made us think about it, really made us think about it, he probably wouldn't have got that shot, which is happens to a lot of people. They make a, yeah. you know, like, this is wrong, this is wrong. They don't know that this is just, it's, strange. it's weirdly enough, that's like how this is done. It's like a musical hazing ritual or something like yeah. that. Like, yeah. Oh, and I would, you know what? See if you, you can know, take it. 
you know what would make me feel better about this? Say, okay, you, you steal the credit, right? But if a dude rolled up on me and said, yo, Rock, you know, um, had to be Eric, but uh, going to take this couple grand. You know what I'm saying? Like something like, you know what I'm saying? Yo, here, here's 10 grand, you know what I'm saying? But you know, hey, thanks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't nothing know if different, but like nothing that. happens. Like you just look up and you like look on TV and you're like, hey, uh, uh, my name's supposed to be right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's rampant. It's been running rampant since the beginning of the industry. In yeah. Of the industry, and, the musicians. Think about the musicians that never got paid. Think about yeah. all the musicians in music history that's never got paid for their work to this and, day. Or, to this day, let's yeah. To this day, or or house bands that came up with the idea for like three, four songs of classic Motown albums that got paid like a day rate. And, and like, like that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Happened. And you like, hold up. It these happens. songs are classic. Like these, are, these are like family reunion, so, like Soul Train Line songs. And it's like, yeah. And he got paid like $20 for that day and he went home. It's like it's like, but yeah, but he laid down the whole groove for all the. Yep, yeah, it don't matter. <laughs> like that's how yeah. Barry was. The producer takes all on. the money. The producer takes all the money. Man, it crazy. It's it's, but, um, it's, 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 it's not even crazy because it's if that's how like think about this country, how this country started, and yeah. look what like it's it's sewn in, it's woven in like. Fabric, yeah. you know, for lack of a better analogy, but it's the same thing in hip hop. It started the music business started like that, and they have continued it in every genre. It's not just hip hop genre. People are getting robbed on all all fronts. Yeah, rock and roll, blues, you name so you name it. Somebody, some song that you think is amazing was sung by somebody. Um, even the late oh man, it was this chick that was singing in a lot of old like dance and house music and but she was she was a, a black woman but she was heavy so she was big so she won't like yeah. sexy right so then they change and put the skinny girl up there and they have it like she's doing the singing Martha Wash all right so yeah Martha Wash is the lady that's singing but she was a big girl mm. so they like oh we ain't putting no big girl on TV so then they put the skinny girl up there, but she ain't even singing the joint. And she getting all the fame. Martha Now I think, didn't they I mean, break, they like finally, that. she had to take them to court to get that bread, didn't she? Yeah, she even had to take them to court. To, bruh. Yeah. Like, people, yeah, like, I think I remember. People just don't want to do right. <laughs> like, yeah, yo, yeah I remember. Take them. That was crazy. <laughs> I mean, that's what you have to do. Like, and even that, like, think about, um, oh, I just listened to um, Hit Boy when he was on Quali show. Uh-huh. Uh, and Hit Boy talking about that. to the BKMC. Like, he's been, he's, a, he's been, he's, he's been in industry for like 10 years. Mm. And since he's been in industry, he's been getting robbed for 10 years. Wow. He just wow. now got some things figured out, but there's still way more money that's supposed to be going his way and credit going his way. Wow, man! They get you young, so you don't know no better. They get you when you're vulnerable. When you okay, desperate. so I'll end on I'll end on this statement, so we could go in and bounce. But here, uh, 
I can't remember the young man's name in the Method Man interview. He was talking about the reason that he thinks that the industry and the, the media circuits around music as a whole keeps older artists from young artists is because the older artists, if you create that relationship at all, sooner or later you're going to be like, yo, man, don't mess with that dude. Because he robbed me, yeah, he yeah. robbed my boy, and he stole that, and he stole credit for that, or she did this, or she fired that dude for no reason. And, blah, and they'll download the game. So it's like they'll bring in a person, rob them for five to ten years, wash them out, bring someone brand new, yep. but then keep the beef between the younger and older artists so that you can never really learn because it's like you bring them in young, and there's no one older yeah, it's, it's, because it's they like keep this beef going on. Old people hate young people. And young people hate old, hate old people. And that's just how it is. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It, and that's, that's a, it's, it's, a, it's a cycle. It's every, it can, it's a cycle. And it never, no, it's a reel that just keeps rolling. That's why it keeps rolling in this manner. And I'm like, how come it can't roll in a way where it's respectful and, and it's, it's, it's honorable? How come it can't roll that way? Well, that way doesn't work. That's not the way of the world. So I'm like, what's, What's really got happening here, you know? I'll see it again. That's funny. Oh. Uh, <laughs> my phone asleep. I'm like, it, never, it never falls asleep. But I'm like, uh, maybe I can't put on low power. But let me plug this thing in. That's off. so uh the interviews are up. The interviews are up on uh Math Hoffa's channel. Ah. I love them both, man. I love both of the interviews. There's a lot of and I forgot yeah. the Q tip um, one. I gotta go back and watch the Q tip one. Because I've only seen one clip. From I, I, I got one. Um, I got one thing to say, and it's a nerdy right? thing for the nerds that like beats and stuff ah, like that. When yeah. Rockwaller starts to talk about um, throw your hands up, or I do it again, Ooh, and he okay. starts talking about it's a three bar loop because of Q Tip, and the musicality of it is because of Swiss Beats. I'm like, you know what? Rockwaller is in between. I would say Q Tip and Swiss Beats in a way like that. Is, and you can see the inspiration because he's not Eric Sermon. He don't sound nah. like Eric Sermon. He don't sound like nobody in the hit spot. No, you know, he he's flashy like Swiss, but there's a musicality to it that we never, I never really put together to it. That's very like Q-tip inspired in terms of the nerdiness of him saying three-bar loop and being like inspired by Electric Microsoft, which is a three-bar loop. Like that beats a three-bar loop. Nice. I'm like, oh, he understands more than. He's on a level that, like, okay, then he knows about Dilla. Then he knows about, you know, he's he's yeah, paying attention. Good. Like, he, not saying Swiss is not. I'm just saying, like, it was Swiss, cool for him to, to bridge those two together and make that yeah. track like that. That's what's up. That's what's that up. Was, so, that was cool. Uh, yeah, uh, Kid at Heart, Q-Tip has a show with Matt Hoffa. I don't know how long ago it was, but it maybe maybe two months now? I, I, I can look it up. Let maybe a couple see. months, but, yeah, go on Matt Hoffa. You know, regular math, H O F F A. Um, yeah, I'm gonna look through it. Was a couple shows. months ago, Q Tip was on there. I think like two months ago, something like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'll put I can put the link in the chat. Boom. Oh yeah, yeah. The Put the link part. in the chat. I mean, I mean, yeah. you know, you know, you have to have them out a little bit. You know, they they, <laughs> yeah. they need more views. We're here to assist. <laughs> We're here to assist. And um, if if you see math hop out in the streets, tell them tell them nerds so I said thank you. That, good, yeah, good yeah, stuff. yeah. It'll matter chat. to him. No, I'm just like, he'll be like, he'll be like, uh, I. <laughs> but, but um, yeah. But uh, with that said, Architron, where can people find you? You can find me. Um, 
You can find me at ARCKATRON.com. You can find my whole discography from 08 mm. to now because I got a new album, yep. Lango. Go check yes. that out. Um, we're going to have some more information on that on this channel soon about like, you know, the ins and outs and the nerdiness, you know, because this is Nerd Soul. So why not? You know, That's right. You know, so, so um, nerds too. Yeah, yeah, I'm, we're gonna get real deep with the nerdiness on this one. I, I got some, I got some, <laughs> and I gotta, got get some, that, some I gotta, I gotta put that on the thing, I gotta put that on the drive so I can have that in the car too. Because there's a couple yeah, of yeah. new albums that I don't have in the car yet, so I gotta, oh, yeah, because brother, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, the USB and the SD card, you can put it, yeah, in, yeah. yeah, so you know, I, <laughs> we got a, we got a new whip over here now, man. This is a long, I, we gotta talk about that, that a long story, but we got a new whip, we got CD playing, man, CD playing the car. Uh, in a long time, so I got look. I got a new whip. All right, I got I got a USB. All right, okay. I got an SD card. I got a CD player. Oh, brother, look, man, look. Times is looking better over here in there. So we got a sunroof again. All right, we we went from sunroof to no sunroof to no sunroof. Now back to a sunroof. So we look, man. Hey, look. All right. In, in some ways, we only building up. <laughs> in some ways, it's a good thing that I was rear-ended on four hundred five. You know, take that. You know, and just draw that line to the new sunroof. But, <laughs> but yeah, um, NERD, SOUL, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, podcast, all that jazz. Like this channel. Subscribe to this yeah, channel. Yeah. Share this I'm channel. Right That's how you support, man. I mean, I know we got the money down below. Patreon, definitely. I got gifts and stuff for all that. But if you cannot, if you can't put a penny, you know what I'm saying? Like, share, subscribe. It helps for real. Until next time, which will be in a couple of minutes. We're talking about Star Trek: <laughs> uh, Strange New Worlds, and we got Thor: Love and Thunder tonight at seven. Oh, you watched? You seen it? You seen it? Yeah, I seen it. All right, I, I ain't seen it. I ain't seen those. I ain't gonna so watch none of it. I ain't gonna watch that show for a while. I ain't gonna watch this one for a while. I want to know what your thoughts are, but I, I gotta see it. So, all right, well, we'll and then tomorrow we got, of course, the finale of the boys. But from us to you, thank you for watching and peace. Mm. Peace, peace, uh, peace. And oh, uh, you? Oh yeah, man. Look, this is this is a perfect episode to say a woo, a woo. And a woo for a you. Woo for you. <laughs> yeah. We out. Peace. 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 <laughs>